0: Hey, everybody, this is Gene Marks, and welcome to this week's episode of On The Mark. Hey, let's talk about health insurance, shall we? Uh, Just recently, Willis Willis Towers Watson, the big HR firm, conducted a survey and noted that U.S. employers are expecting their health plan costs to increase about 6% this year. 70% of their respondents anticipate moderate to significant increases over the next three years, um, 36% of them though, only 36% of them are making cost cutting changes, which is actually down from 40% in 2022 and 47% in 2021. It, it, it's like health benefits are not on the chopping block. Not like maybe some other benefits that are out there. Um, according to, you know, Willis Towers Watson, they said that 88% of employers say that health related benefits are very, very important. So when you list out all the different benefits that are available for your employees, healthcare is definitely the number one thing. So let me give you some thoughts on healthcare and health insurance that might help you control your health costs this year, particularly if you're a small business, because if they're going up 6% or even more this year. That is just going to add to your overhead, you know, and your, your, your overhead and your other costs that you're trying to keep into control. It's a big issue. And you want to retain employees and be competitive to attract new employees as well. So what do you do? I've got five, five ideas for you. Okay. Number one is make sure you're offering a health savings account. A health savings account is like a 401k for your healthcare. Offering it for your employees gives them the ability to put money away pre-tax And then they can take that money out to pay for unreimbursed medical expenses from like acupuncture or uh, counseling sessions or uh, uh, certain types of pharmaceuticals. It's like a 401k for their healthcare. Employees love it. And not only saves them money on their healthcare expenses, but also if they do leave your company, the HSA can go with them as well. So they don't lose it. And if they don't use all the whatever they put away during the year, they don't lose it at the end of the year either. It's a very popular thing to set up health savings accounts, seriously consider it for your your company. It's got to be paired with a high deductible health plan. That's number one. Number two, consider health reimbursement accounts, HRAs. HRAs have been very popular among the smallest of businesses because you can take what you were paying for healthcare premiums and instead put it pre-tax into an HRA. Your employee doesn't get taxed on it. You get the deduction and then your employee can take that amount and Buy their healthcare wherever they want. They can go to the healthcare exchanges. They can go to uh, maybe a list of brokers that you provide. HRAs give you flexibility. They they take away your need to have an actual group insurance plan. They can be there in addition to a group insurance plan as well. But it gives you some answer, some way to provide health insurance and, and a much easier way to control your costs at a pre-tax level. So HSAs and HRAs are two reasons, two things you want to consider doing. Number three, level. Funded plans. A level funded plan is a form of self insurance and it's become much, much more popular among particularly small employers over the past couple of years. It works like this. You tell your employees, listen, uh, for the first, I don't know, $500 or $1,000 worth of uh, medical expenses you have, bring them to you and you will reimburse them for that. In other words, you're self insuring at the lowest, lowest level. And then a group insurance plan kicks in after that. So you can have an HRA, uh, sorry, a level-funded plan. You can provide this sort of self-insurance you know, you know, your benefits, um, but then you cut down on what your group insurance rates are because it doesn't kick in until a higher level. And also, if you have a younger demographic or, um, you know, or, or employees themselves that have a good health history, you're going to save money. So if you're just paying just straight out for group insurance for all your employees, you're probably paying too much because you're paying for health insurance that people aren't using. With a level funded plan, you're only paying for the people that are using it at the lowest level, and then you are protecting yourself against any catastrophic liability by having a group insurance plan kick in after that. So I want you to talk to your benefits administrator getting a level funded plan. Ask them about level-funded plans. They become very, very popular, particularly among small and mid-sized employers. The fourth way to reduce your rates, obviously, is you can shop around and also increase uh, the types of benefits and the deductibles that your plan has. So that's something that you can consider doing if you want to offer, um, you know, a more pared-down health plan or at least a plan with higher deductibles that can save you money as well. Just be careful because if you start cutting back on health benefits for your employees. Um, You know, that might be something that they might not like, and it might be difficult retaining those employees, but it's an option. So HRAs, HRAs, uh, HSAs, level funded plans, higher deductible plans or plans with uh, different types of benefits that might save you money. Those are your four choices. I've got one more, and it's a little tip for you. And it's this. I know that you're probably considering giving increases in pay to your employees this year. Most of my clients are. Makes sense because we're in an inflationary period. And in fact, a lot of people are bumping pays anywhere from six to 9% this year. But here's a little tip for you to help you. Instead of giving an increase in compensation, pay more for your employees' health insurance. Why? Because if you just increase their compensation, they're going to get taxed on that and you're going to have to pay employer taxes on that, right? However, if instead you pay more for their health insurance, they don't get taxed on that. You still get a deduction and you're not paying any employer taxes either. So instead of giving just an increase in compensation, consider doing a little bit of a flip and putting more to your employers to your employees' health insurance. Their net paycheck's gonna be higher, so they're gonna be happy with that. And they're gonna be happy that you're covering more of their health insurance as well. Hey, I hope this information helps. The news this week is health insurance premiums going up. I think I've given you some ideas to control those health premium costs, and I hope that they do uh, make a difference for you going forward. You have been listening to On The Mark, Paychecks Thrive Podcast. My name is Gene Marks. If you've got any ideas, suggestions, or guests that you'd like to see on our our Thrive Podcast, please visit us at payx.me forward slash dot Thrive Topics. That's P-A-Y-X m e forward slash thrive topics. Hope you found this information helpful. I will see you again next week with some more news that impacts your business and my thoughts and advice on how you can deal with that news. We'll see you in a week. Take care. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022. All rights reserved.